Here he comes. Here he comes. Here comes the Ford. He's a demon on feet. It's more than just me. I came in here just to just to go over a song like we do. And it's he's like, a demon, and he's gonna be chasing after someone. <laughs> it seems like you're just like you're on edge, man. You're. Oh, you're not even. Your microphone isn't even friggin' plugged in. No, no. Oh, now it is. Can you hear it? Is there a signal? Is there something oh, happening? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, daddy's live. Oh, now you can dive head first. This is this uh, is gonna I, be. I haven't seen you this excited. Last week I was excited. It seems like we flipped chairs. It's. Oh, I love the bad stuff. This is. <laughs> man, this is. I like love a, the bad stuff. This I you hate this one like you hate ripe cheese. Oh yeah, you do, is, and you hate cheese. This is Gnarly with a capital Gnar. Awesome. This is this is gonna be fun. The lyrics are just. Just I, balls to the wall atrocious in the I, music video. I canoe that you were going to be smiling for this one. <laughs> oh, good and God. you are. Good gravy. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's rock the cradle. Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. Until now, I am Mark Davis, and I'm here with Seth Ford. How are you, Seth? I am Seth Ford, and I am here with Mark <laughs> Davis, who is on edge. I am. I'm. I'm closer to the edge. This is. This is. Uh, this is one. Normally, I get excited about about songs. Mm. I'm the one that's uh, bubbling, but today it's you. You're effervescent with a love for bringing down the lyrics of one. Billy Idol. It's it's a strange dichotomy. You like, you like for whatever reason, to some extent, bringing down songs that you like because that, you yeah. get to listen to the songs that you like. Exactly. I like tearing down bullshit. <laughs> yes. This song is, oh boy. But I would say that I have learned something in the last couple of weeks, and that that the ones, uh, you know, like the the Toby Keiths and the Yeses, the ones that I like, I've kind of noticed that I think are better ones might be the ones that we tear down well i think because so. they're just they're already bad and they're it, yeah. you know it's it's the difference between punching down and punching up i guess like yeah when you're talking about a song like this that is just so gross and the music video is so gross and there's so much just juicy stuff here to just to to rip into it's gross on all fronts it's just gross on every front yeah we are talking uh today about cradle of love cradle of love immediately by billy idol which immediately that title just sends shivers down my spine it's immediately also going to bring uh pictures into people's heads that grew up with mtv in 1989 mm. 1990 of uh of this video was was non-stop it was always on and uh i think that a certain segment of the population meaning boys we're paying attention to it, and I don't think girls were. I don't. I. I had fr girlfriends at the time, friends that were girls that did not like this video nor the song. Well, uh, I think they were right to. Yeah, there's yeah. some very interesting stuff to go on with this music video, and as a matter of fact, if you look at the Wikipedia article, as I am right now, yes, you will notice that the music video section of the Wikipedia article is longer than the section about the music. As a matter of fact, for music and lyrics, all it says is. Cradle of Love is a rock song composed in common time and in the key of B-flat minor. I'm sorry, B-flat major. The song title is based on the saying, Robbing the Cradle. That's mm. all it says about the song. The music video section shit, you're right. is two paragraphs, three paragraphs long. Um, and I almost want to talk more about the music video in a lot of ways than I do about the lyrics. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try and make it as quick as I can. Yeah. Um, as far as the music side of it is concerned, written by Billy Idol and David Werner. Yeah. Uh, the 1990 album Charmed Life, uh, his fourth studio album. This is the man who brought you um, White Wedding, Eyes Without a Face. Eyes, eyes Without um, a Face. And a bunch of other stuff. Um, we were talking off mic Money, beforehand. Money, Money. Well, really, cover of Money, Money. A not very good version of Money, Money. I don't right. think so. Yeah, yeah, and this album also brought a uh, him doing another cover um, that was released. L.A. Woman? L.A. Woman. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but this is really, for the most part, an extremely forget forgettable album 
by Billy Idol. I mean, yeah. if you go back to the early days, he was part of the, oh, there was like a movement of South London punks. Um, the, they called them the Bromley Contingent, and he was a Susie and the Banshees, and he was part of that whole group right. um, that, um, you know, had a, he had a group called Generation X. And yeah, not he was bad. a legit punk guy. Yeah, not bad, but then something happened. Yeah. It's called... He, Milking it for just a couple of bucks. <laughs> he definitely and, uh, had a Sid Vicious thing about him. He had the the lip thing and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, song became one of Idol's biggest hits in the U.S., where it reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 behind "Vision of Love" by Mariah Carey. What a time to be alive! This is 1990, I believe. <laughs> I said it was also Idol's first and only number one hit on the mainstream rock tracks chart in the U.S. A date in the U.K. It stalled at number 34 because they could. You're telling smell. me it did better than uh, than. Um, What's the one with the, it's like the cast of cats in it. The song. Oh, oh, tomorrow? In the video. um, Oh, what are you talking about? There's like a video. It came out in 84, White Wedding. Oh, yes. White Wedding. It was, that was a big video, you know, when it came out. It was easily six years before. uh, And you're telling me that Cradle of Love did better than White Wedding? Um, I guess so. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I, uh. I, I don't know. I know I, I'm I making mean, a joke, but saying, they did look like the mainstream cast of... rock tracks. Right. So I don't know if that was under mainstream rock. Oh, it may have been. It was. Yeah, okay. it was. Well, it definitely was. does not surprise me. Yeah. Um, the uh, there's I mean, what else do you say about this other than the fact that one of the uh, keyboardists that played on this album, um, Charmed Life, as I mentioned before, uh, I was kind of like <laughs> poking around online and was looking at the uh, the people that played on the album. And one of them is Arthur Barrow, mm-hmm. uh, Barrow, who played with Frank Zappa in the 70s and 80s, played keyboards wow. on this album. I don't know if he played keyboards on the song, but... Um, so, I mean, you know, we don't need to go into too much depth, I don't think, about Billy Idol. If you know Billy Idol, you know him as, you know, proto-punker turned rock and roll guy um, and puts out this fucking song. There's something I think we forgot to mention that... The video was actually directed by David Fincher. So I was just gonna, I was just yeah. going to take a deep, deep dive into the music video. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's kind uh, of a big deal. It was deal, directed by David Fincher, who yeah. is known for doing Seven uh, and Fight Club, Fight Club, yeah. and I mean just loads of movies. And I actually just had a question about him on my trivia last week. Did you? He also did the video for, um, uh, well, what, did he do Like a Prayer? I think. I know um, it was a Madonna video. He did the video for Janie's Got a Gun. Hold on, let me look. He did... Express a, Yourself Express and yourself Vogue. Vogue. Yeah. Um, he, he did the video for Janie's Got a Gun. He wow. did many, many, Which many a, big a music really videos. a good video. Right, and it yeah. showed... I mean, that's how he ended up getting a directing job for films was that he was... Was that video? That with music videos, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Making these movies, kind of. Um, This music video, if you've never seen it before, you just have to see it. Uh, to understand and then, exactly what we're dealing and with. And then try to forget it. And then immediately try to forget <laughs> it. Um, it features an 18-year-old woman, um, and her name is Betsy Lynn George. Mm-hmm. And pretty much anybody that, uh, you know, was attracted to women was a re- immediately attracted to her and the whole dance sequence and everything that goes on in the video. Um, she comes up to the door of a, uh, a an older gentleman who is living in a very 1980s uh, into 1990s um, like apartment, you know, a studio apartment. Yeah. With fancy paintings on the a wall. A very American psycho apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's got like an IBM, like like a Mac two, mm-hmm. because this is you know 1990s. And he's yeah. obviously doing like very important accounting work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she explains that her mom's stereo is broken, and that she needs to uh, use his stereo to play this tape. And he says, "Sure." This cassette tape. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this cassette tape for all you kids. Puts it in, hits play, just cranks the volume. Mm-hmm. Just kicks right into the song. He offers to help, and He's she very got... slowly turns around and says, no. Can I help with that? No. <laughs> he, of course, is, is getting some uh, some Chinese food to-go boxes. Cleaning up. Uh, cleaning up yeah. because he has you know his company. You can tell he's very lonely. Mm-hmm. And when the drums kick in, he oh, drops the boxes all over the floor. Um, he's a nervous nerd he is yes. and and she is there to strip down in his apartment and fuck his bed 
um, basically come uh, on his pillow. Yeah, is to uh, extract an orgasm from the pillow. Mm-hmm. Is really what she does at one point later on in the video. Not yeah. not at the beginning. At first, there's all kinds of other little silly antics that take place. There is a website called noblemania.com. Now, I don't know if this guy just interviews like women in music videos. It it, it seems to be that's kind of like what it, it's a series called The Girl in the Video 2. And it's an interview with her. I wonder if he does like Tawny Katane. I'm sure he and, does. Uh, I'm sure there's, well, you know, anybody that he, they, by the way, Big Bobby Rep, Brown from died. Ward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Year. She did die last year. Yeah. I want to share this story. She, she was 18 when she did the music video. There was a mother's group that apparently contacted MTV and wanted proof that she was 18. Um, I want to tell the story that she mentions uh, with this music video. Um, he asked, where were you living at the time? She said, I was living in West Hollywood. The night before our first rehearsal, I went on a double date with my girlfriend. She set me up with a well-known actor. The four of us came back to my apartment. My date came out of my bathroom and made a comment that I had a metal tube of what he thought was a birth control. It was really just hand lotion. He announced to my friend loud enough for me to hear that I must be, quote, ready for him. I promptly asked him to leave. He asked why. I told him that I had a rehearsal for a music video in the morning. He rolled his eyes, said something along the lines of, oh, wow, and slithered out the door. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Dustin Diamond. Later that year. I'm kidding. At the 1990 MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, my God. This is going somewhere. Sometimes truth is funnier than fiction. No. Later at the year at the 1990 MTV Video Music Awards. That same guy announced Cradle of Love as the best video from a film. My friend who set me up with him left a message on my answering machine, crying with laughter, that he had to announce my win. That actor, Robert Downey Jr. No. Robert Downey Jr. went on a date with wow. her, made some kind of uh, lewd Crash comment, yeah. and she shut him down, and he had to... Uh, say that her music video, the one that she said that she had a, a music video shoot for the next day, won best music video. It's kind of film. a power move, thinking that 1989 Robert Downey Jr. is less than zero Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. is uh, fresh out of... Uh, also of, coked up beyond I mean, fucking... actually less than zero, for real. Right, yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. coming out of stuff like, uh, you know, the Rodney Dangerfield movie, uh, Back to School, stuff like that. He was He was a pretty popular guy at that point. Indeed. And do yeah. you remember best video from film? Do you know what film that was? Which film? Uh, that this, that was, this in? was in? No, I don't remember. Ford Fairlane. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh, that movie sucked. Featuring Andrew, Andrew Dice, Dice Clay. Clay. Oh, God. Which, if you don't know Andrew Dice Clay, don't bother. Yeah. Don't <laughs> know Andrew Dice Clay. Stay away. He's the worst thing Stay ever. Oh, did him. you did you have a friend? You Because of your, you're of that era. Did you have that one guy in school or that one person that you knew that was just entirely too excited to quote Andrew Dice Clay jokes, which were nasty dirty nursery rhymes absolutely and, yeah, that and we person, all did yeah we've mentioned on the podcast before was johnny gleekus <laughs> he was he had such a hard on for whatever reason for andrew dice clay i knew quite a few and but... i would sit there and watch the specials because i thought it was cool to like it and i you know i couldn't hickory dickory dock this bitch is sucking my cock oh, oh. It's just, jack and jill uh, went up a hill and both had a bucket of quarter Jill came down with 250. Oh, oh. yeah. I mean, it's stupid shit like that. Just absolutely horrendous. Um, but we do do a couple of good Andrew Dice Clay. I, mean, I got to say, Mark, if there is a, uh, a behind the music in the future that they need uh, backup vocals for. I mean, <laughs> um, the uh, the music video uh, was a little bit hard for her to um, uh, for her to shoot because she was kind of like a goody goody. Um, and I'm sorry. Liar. <laughs> No, no, no. She was like a small town girl like that moved out there to become just like an actress. And uh, one of the questions was, what was the hardest part of the shoot? Crawling on the floor and kissing Josh. I cried after the shot, actually. Okay. No regrets. That, I believe. No trauma. Mm-hmm. I was a small town, mostly good girl, suddenly doing a music video with a sexually fueled de- demand to its creation. I began to realize my power as a woman, and it was a little scary. Even then, I had the sense to be careful and not abuse it, which I think is... That's pretty uh, mature for an 18-year-old pretty awesome. girl. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was he like? Um, did Billy Idol hit on you? They did go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, they went back to his place. They kissed, but he she wasn't feeling it. Mm. She has to be driven home. 
and he had his driver take her home. He, he was, took her out. They rocked he was the cradle respectful. of lobster. I mean, she was 18 at the time of the shoot, and he was... Oh, my God. Him in 1989, he's got to be in his late 30s by that time. He was probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, uh, any s- funny stories from the shoot? This is, again, talking about the uh, the issue with the kissing. Mm-hmm. I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I felt like retreating to the mountains. In the scene where I had to crawl and kiss Josh, Fincher was not happy <laughs> with my crawling performance. He whispered something shocking to me. Oh, no. I would kill to know what it was. She does not say. Wow. I did the scene several takes until he was happy. It was sexy and felt very primal, and I could feel the heaviness of the silence and dropped jaws on the set. I went behind a tarp and cried for a minute or two until I could regain my composure. Josh was comforting at the time. When I have run into him since, he teases me about it. We had a really good time as actors making this video. Um... And uh, yeah, so that was pretty interesting. Um, the music video, if you don't know, like, as we mentioned before, she comes over, da da da, and it, he accidentally gets wine spilled on her, and she has to disrobe. He cleans she the shirt. She basically gets down to like her skirt and bra, goes into his bed, and he's like sweating like a priest in a toy store, just freaking out. He's got the big baggy shirt <laughs> and the huge thick tie. And, uh, you know, he kind of looks like His glasses uh, fog over. Yeah. He's him. just like the, the typical 1990s, like geeky business. He's man. supposed to be a nerd, but he's not an ugly guy. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. He's an attractive. And then the culmination is while the end of the song is going, she crawls on this hardwood floor while he is just an anxiety ridden mess. And she crawls on him. And this music video, this and the video for Cold Hearted Snake by wow yeah by paul abdul were two of the music videos i remember seeing yeah and realizing i was becoming a sexual per- and like being like this makes me feel funny yeah oh yeah i, I was gonna say being a 1989 i was a 15 year old kid being a 15 year old kid and being aroused by this video at the time nothing wrong with it she's 18 years old i don't know why they would have somebody i mean she looks mark she looks younger you and i would i think would both agree on that that she totally looks younger than 18 well, um, I think they were definitely not trying to were. make her look older. No, they no. wanted her looking. They're they're trying to rock the cradle of love, and uh, and and they put her on there, and it's it's an extremely sexually charged video. Of course, that's what they're shooting for. Oh, absolutely. Um, maybe a little bit out of place. Maybe it's not something that you know. Well, uh, it is questionable. It's, it's definitely pl- questionable. It's not out of place when you consider the lyrics, and that's what we'll get into now. When you read these fucking lyrics, you know that Billy had a thing he wanted to do. And he made it happen. <laughs> and these lyrics, Billy, are very fitting. Billy made a storyboard, uh, yeah, and he did. and uh, and it started and presented with the word it to Fincher. Cradle. Yeah. One other thing I will mention: Billy Idol was in a really bad uh, motorcycle accident. Yes, yes which he is was. why he was um, in the music video, in the video, barely in the video, and he yeah. was only shot from the chest or from the waist up because he had a giant um, cast on his leg. And even during this tour, he had to um, use a cane for most of it because he had fucked himself up pretty bad. So. Right. Are we ready? I'm I'm more than ready. I, this is uh, we've kind of worked ourselves into a frenzy, Mark. Let's get going. As I mentioned before, We got this big. <laughs> Just real quick, I mean, what do you think of this music? Uh, you know, it's cheesy, but it's fun. Yeah, I, I I really am indifferent about I it. I really like a lot of the chord stuff they do at the end of the song. Yeah, um, which we'll get the, into. The breakdown, the middle eight, so to speak, I think is beyond stupid. Oh yeah, it's yeah, very it's cheesy, really but bad. The but the rest part. of it, yeah, it's that's, supposed to be that's the, sexy the part, part where she's really rising. She's doing around. something with the shades, I think. Oh at yeah, that point. yeah. And we'll get to that part. Here we go, Mark. Well, ow, <laughs> rock the cradle of love. Rock the cradle of love. Yes, the cradle of love. Don't rock easily. It's true. It's true. He's letting us know that it's a fact that it's, it doesn't rock easily, look, Mark. I'll tell you, it's true. What does that mean to you, that the cradle of love don't rock easily? It means that it wasn't well constructed. It means that it was probably made at Ikea, and it's flimsy, and you're trying to get it rocked back and forth, and it's difficult. The, cra- the cradle of love is. I mean, um, to, maybe if you just got a regular old cradle without love, it could rock just fine. Maybe if you weren't using a cradle at all, it would be helpful. Um, I mean, to me, it seems like <laughs> what he's saying right off the bat is, I know I'm going to catch shit for rocking the cradle at all. 
and I probably shouldn't be rocking a cradle. I think he did. And uh, yeah. and yeah, it does mm-hmm. like basically saying like, I know what I'm getting into, and I know that I'm going to catch some shit for it. Um, you know, I I know that that this is going to be a problem. Billy's showing a little bit of insight here, uh, and some then foreshadowing in his life, if not the song. And then, uh, well, rock the cradle of love. I rocked the cradle of love. <laughs> yes, the cradle of love. Don't rock easily. It's true. I like how he pointed out, I rocked the cradle of love. And I took that job upon myself. I knew it was going to be difficult, but I did it. I rocked the cradle of love. At first, he's telling you to rock the cradle. Then he's mm-hmm. saying, hey, rock the cradle of love. By the way, I rocked the cradle of love. Yeah. I did it. It's me. And it don't rock easily. Nope. It's true. Uh, but now he's going to tell you all all about it. Well, this now. This is where uh, the lyrics in the song just get all muddled up and they're hard to understand right here. And there's some, you know, a little bit surprising shit going. Go, Mark. Go, Mark. It burned like a ball on fire when the rebel took a little child bride <laughs> to tease, yeah. So go easy, yeah. Ow. Ew. I mean, Ugh. gross. Yeah, totally. Like, gross. Yeah. When the rebel took a little child bride. Now, if you didn't know. Maybe he's talking about Jerry Lee Lewis. It's funny that you say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because they talk about how he had married his 13. 13 year old cousin. 13 year old cousin. Yes. Myrna. Mer- yeah, yeah Myrna. It starts with an M. Yeah. Yes, you're um, right. And, and ball on fire. Mm-hmm. Great Balls of Fire. Mm-hmm. But I'll also mention he himself had a song called Rebel Yell. Oh, and he Jerry says, Lee Lewis did? No. Oh, Billy Idol Billy, did. That's right. In Rebel Yell. When yeah. the Rebel took a little child bride. Huh. So, I mean, it could be about Jerry Lee Lewis. It could be about himself. Wait, did we ever look into if he ever got married, like, and who he married and what age she was when it happened? I did not. Let me no. do that right now while you're going on. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Um, You know, it burned like a ball on fire, which is <laughs> very weird that he doesn't say a ball of fire. Mm-hmm. He says a ball on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you ever had that, Mark? Uh, you, well, no. Okay. Um, well... I will say that when when he does this song live or when he's done this song live, he says, like my balls on fire. Right. And he also says, this song is cheesy. It's so cheesy. Yeah. So he apparently himself knows that the song, he's self-aware enough to say that maybe this song isn't problematic in so many words, mm-hmm. um, but he do, he is like with it enough to say that the song is like awfully, awfully treat cheesy. Um, when the child took a little child, w- the other thing is when the rebel took a little child bride to tease. Why would you, it, like, tear it like terrible enough to take a child bride to like have sex with to take a child bride period. Yes, but to take her to tease her. Yeah, to like. It, it, Man, can I just point out real quick what, what I looked up yeah. is that uh, he has never married. However, he has had a very, very long relationship with a woman with whom he shares two uh, children with. Her name's Perry Lister. He was born in 1955. She was born in 59. So uh, there's only four years difference. Could she have been a child bride when he married, when he you know first was introduced to her or first had anything, even though they never got married? Only four he was born different. in 65? He was born in 55. 55. 65, yeah, so he's, in his, he's almost in his 70s. So he was 85. So he was 30. 35. Yeah, when 36 he or 36. got together with this 18-year-old, and he was like. Well, when the video came out. Well, that's Oh, when that's he, right. Went he went on a date with her. That's correct. And kissed her. Yeah. Oh, wow. And apparently he told his, his driver told her, Billy's surprised that you didn't stay. All the women always stay. Oh, wow. This sound, this girl sounds like a fantastic human being. Yeah, to be she for, for like real. She has her shit yeah, together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it burned like a ball on fire when the rebel took a little child bride to tease. So go easy. Is he asking people to go easy on him? I don't think so. I think he's got enough nuts, enough balls on fire to put out a song about cradle of love and not worry about the repercussions. 
I think he's talking about her. I'm thinking he's saying don't go easy on her, which is once again. No, he's saying go easy. Yeah, I think he's talking oh. about her. I think he's saying, you know, Maybe. go easy on. Because love cuts a million ways, shakes the devil when he misbehaves. <laughs> I ain't nobody's fool. Come on. Come on. Shake it up. Whatever I do. Rawr. In, in, uh, there's like no annotation for this, pretty much. I don't but think anybody it, but it does would say rawr. Yeah. R O R W A R. Um, yeah, this is, oh boy. Cause love cuts a million ways, shakes the devil when he misbehaves. What are you reading over there? I'm reading the words and I'm trying to figure the fuck out what's going on. Um, what is love cuts a million ways? I don't, you know. Then what love, does the sentence shakes the devil when he mis love shakes the devil when he misbehaves? There is a song called "Go to the Devil and Shake Yourself." Maybe he's referencing that song. It is an old folk song. Uh, it's also called Gold in Every Pocket. Maybe he's referencing that. Now, as far as the, because love cuts a million ways, maybe that's just his way of saying that love is extraordinarily complicated and that rocking the cradle of love will get you in a complicated mess. I don't know, man. I'm not Billy. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not Billy, Billy Idol, man. I, I have Billy no Gibbons. idea. Yeah, Billy Gibbons. Because love have no cuts idea a million ways. Shakes the devil when he. I feel like I could just read that sentence over and over again and just never, never arrive at any kind of conclusion. I ain't nobody's fool. Come on, shake it up, whatever I do. Mm, I and what know. the fuck does. I mean, it seems like the devil would be pro whatever's going on here. Uh, yeah, if uh, a bunch because of bad things like are going on, devil they definitely type shit. are. Yeah, this is devil type shit. Exactly. Being like, oh, fucking sweet, you're having sex with an 18 year old. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm the devil. I don't want you to have sex with people. You're I want this age. shit to happen. Um, and I don't know what I what being anybody's fool would have to do with anything. Shake it up, whatever I do. I that whole line makes no. I just like none of it makes sense. Rock the cradle of love. Woo! Rock the cradle of love. Yes, the cradle of love. Don't rock easily, it's true. Sent from heaven above. That's right. That's right. To rob the cradle of love. Yes, the pages of love. Don't talk decently, it's true. The pages of love get stuck together. <laughs> uh, clearly, After this video, if, if, if you're, you're a 15 year old kid in 1989, yeah, if you um, love hearing about a 35 year old hit on 18 year old, well, luckily you don't see a whole lot of him in the video. Um, yeah, so I mean, sent from heaven above. I guess she's been she's been sent from heaven above. Yeah, to rock the but sent, I'm sent from someone is sent from heaven to rock the cradle. Mm -hmm. So he's sent from heaven, I guess, because he's the one rocking the cradle here. Heaven above. That's right. To rock the cradle of... Yeah, I guess he it's talking about him. He just has a very high opinion of his idol self. His he Billy does. Idol self. His Billy Idol self. I was sent down to rock this cradle of love. And the pages of love don't talk decently, it's true, makes it sound like, hey, look, sometimes this is just what happens. Like, sometimes gross stuff happens. And he's talking about love, but he's talking about... The pages of love. A crate like, I think we keep getting stuck stuck on this eighteen year old thing, and I mean robbing the cradle. I know doesn't mean necessarily like the guy's saying robbing the cradle, cradle over and over, rock the cradle. So that's why we're stuck on this eighteen year old thing. But like, I mean, like it could be it could be younger. I guess I don't know. Like at you what age you consider robbing the cradle or rocking the cradle or whatever. <sighs> well, that would be a baby, which is. Really making it a lot worse, Mark. Well, I'm just saying, like under eighteen, like yeah, maybe like I'm trying to. I mean, something at I this know. point, hovering around eighteen seems somewhat clean and clear. I mean, not really, but it's just it's it's very crazy. Yes, the pages of love don't talk decently. You know what that reminds me of? I think before I referenced a Stephen Merritt song in here, "The Book of Love" is long and boring. No one mm -hmm. can lift the damn thing. It's full of uh, charts and facts and figures. 
and instructions for dancing. It reminds me of uh, the Campbell's soup commercial that would say, Campbell's soup eats like a meal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it says, Campbell's chunky. The the pages of love don't talk decently. Hmm. It's like they don't talk at all. The pages of love are obviously a Larry Flint publication (laughs) to, to, uh, to old idol. The pages of love don't talk decently. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's true. He loves to let you know this is a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ow, flesh for your Romeo. Ugh. Ah, yeah, baby, I hear you moan. It's easy, you know how to please me. Yeah, oi, ow, go out and find an eighteen-year-old I can sing this song to. <laughs> I mean, that's really. Uh, and when he says "Ah, yeah, baby," before he says "I hear you moan," he's like. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> it's like this gross, like you know, Billy Idol. Yeah, well, which is redundant <laughs> at this point, you know. <laughs> it's easy, you know how to please, please me. me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you got a dick. It's not that hard. No, I mean, it's it's really not complicated for guys. Women much more complicated, much more. Uh, 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 you know, they're nuanced. much more of a puzzle, nuanced. There's more to put together. Which is part of the beauty. A generalization, yes. That is a generalization that I like. I'm, I'm sorry, but oh, I do. Right. I mean, if women weren't complicated, it would suck. Because uh, love starts my rolling train. You can't stop it. It ain't in vain. I ain't nobody's fool. Come on. Shake it up. Whatever I do. And is yours whatever got... I do or mine's whatever you do? Whatever I do. Oh. Mine says... You're making it about himself. Uh, here's a reference for sure. Okay. Because love starts my rolling train. You can't stop it in vain. vain. Train in vain. Clash reference, I believe. Yeah, that's um, Mick Jones. Mm-hmm. Was that a Clash song or was that just a Mick Jones song? That was a Clash song. Okay. Um, So I guess like I, love starts my rolling train just makes me think that like it just gets it gives him a boner. Yeah. And he just can't be stopped. His train is his his uh, weenus has taken on. It's an anthropomorphic train now. Yeah, it, him saying it ain't in vain. I don't know if that really means something or if he's uh, just looking for something. To he's rhyme. just looking for something to ride a train, so. and he gets to throw in a Clash reference. Yeah, because I believe he liked a lot of really good punk and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, there's no doubt he did. I and mean, then he started writing this. He's right in the midst of it, you know, in the seventies. Yeah, again, he's telling you he is nobody's. He's nobody's fool. Come on, shake it up. Whatever I do, which I mean is kind of weird. Like, no matter no matter what I do, just keep getting me all hard. Um, and then uh, this we is get, the uh, real weird part for me. This is the way. Go ahead, Mark. You need to go into these. Oh well, we got ha ha woo, <laughs> and then ooh, that's yeah. the weird part. Yeah, these are the wages of love. The wages of love. This is what. Love, this is the profit that you, this is what you take home from love. This is when it gets all horny. Uh-huh. This is like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That's right. Do-do-do-do-do-do. And he goes, these are the wages of love. And then he says, I know. Rock the cradle. Woo. And then he goes, all right. All right. Here's some piano. These are the wages of love. This is the middle eight that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Rock the cradle. And then it starts building up, and he does a... And there's a just a killer guitar solo. I, I don't know if that's killer. But, and then uh, it slides out of the guitar solo. Yeah, maybe not killer. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. It's, it's a rather it's stock. A, a rather mediocre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but the, it slides. These, these are the wages of love. Uh, that's what I. That Those are, for some reason, all the bad that we've gotten out of the song, you know, and how much more could be taken, you know, seriously out of context or at face value, and you can get something bad out of it. Why does the these are the wages of love bother me so much? I don't know, Mark. Because it sounds it's like, saying like that this is what you get. This is what you know, like uh, everything that you've done. Yow yow, it's awesome. You know, you're rocking the cradle, and this is what you're gonna get from it. You yeah, know, this um, is. I I think it it almost comes off like he doesn't understand what the uh, right way to use wage. I don't think he does. 
I think that's what the problem is, is that I don't like his choice of words because it's just wrong. The most thing I can get from this is this, that when you think of like, oh, we're going to wage war. Yeah. He's saying these are the wages of love, meaning like, I guess that kind of like we were talking about before, where it was like, oh, the 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 cradle of love don't rock easily. It's saying, look, this is like the shit that you have to deal with when you're going to rock the cradle of love. Like the, I knew this wasn't going to be easy. The definition of wage is a fixed regular payment typically paid on or a daily basis made by an employer or an employee or third person present to wage it is necessary to care to wage or to carry on you know so like to wage war it's yeah but it's still just a bad dumb choice of words it was like he like war is the opposite of love mm. and so he thought oh this will be a cool play on wor words yeah. instead of waging the wages of war it's the wages of love. Right. And it's like, well, that's not really what they say. They don't say the wages of war. They say when you, you when wage, you wage war. war. Yeah. So you'd wage love. But even that sounds stupid. So, Mark, are you shocked to find out that Billy got it wrong? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. No. Uh, <laughs> A resounding. Billy got that shit wrong. So, uh, okay. so we got this guitar solo. He gives a woo. Now, <laughs> in in the lyrics here, someone tried to like discern what he yells during the solo and one of the things they think he says is psycho baby and it's got question marks around it yeah I, which it kind of sounds I, I did a little listening maybe a little it does then he says something that sounds like take a look baby which also very well could be the case it does kind of sound like take a look that's that's a little bit more than psycho baby um but i I'd just like to say that the you know as far as like songwriting goes it 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 comes back into the lyrics with this clean slide out of the guitar solo mm -hmm. that is somewhat I gotta say amusing for a split second for just a split second. Yeah, I mean the song writing as far as like the structure and stuff is it can it can be pretty interesting. Yeah, um, it's just a dumb dumb song with really stupid and troublesome lyrics. Well, it burned like a ball on fire when the rebel took a little child bride. I just really want to really want to pound that home when the rebel took, took a, a little, little child bride to tease to know how to please you. Yeah. Ow. Seth is furiously typing up. I'm trying I think, to find I think he's typing up an affidavit yeah. <laughs> to, to present to something Billy to Idol. some sort of yeah 30 something years 40 something years Billy can you please fact. sign this um <laughs> but I need you to come with me Billy there's there's just actually I looked up a uh, rebel child bride I just put that in for a second oh you're gonna get arrested no shit I mean well yeah, if yeah, Billy Jen's gonna see your phone <laughs> see my history what are you Searching for you're searching for all these gross lines from songs. Uh, honey, little child bride. Why? No, well, I mean, there's tons and tons of uh, of you know teenage all gypsy your, bride. Uh, all your searches are little child bride, sex with twins in a bar. Oh, <laughs> this is like all like the grossest parts of all. Seth songs. Cradle of Love. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to find references. Like, where could he have pulled this from? Oh, he's just pulling it from his sick mind. I think. I think it's the Jerry Lee Lewis. You know. I mean, it did. If you know anything about the story and what happened, um, it didn't seem to resonate in the American South when he did that because apparently at the time in the 1950s that was not that big of a deal. You know, my great grandmother got married at 14 years old to a guy that was 20 something. But when he took her over, when Jerry Lee Lewis took Myrna or Mina, I think her name was over to England, it was hugely scandalous. Hugely. And I think that's why it's, it, you know, it, Billy's relating you know, it. I will say, he does say, come on, shake it up. Yeah. Shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah. Ball on fire. Yes, it's. I think it's a Jerry Lee Lewis it's, reference. That's interesting. That's <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. Um. I mean, even though, even if that's true, it is... Definitely glorifying and making sound normal. Yeah, yeah, it, it, this. this is. It's. Yeah. I mean, so it's. It's not like it comes off, you know, without a hitch. Yeah. Well, my love starts a rolling train. You can't stop it. It ain't in vain. I ain't nobody's fool. 
Come on! Shake it up. Whatever I do. Ow! Rock the cradle of love. Rock the cradle of love. Sent from heaven above. That's right. That's right. To rock the cradle of love. Now we get to the part that I kind of like musically. Yeah. And again, this is not, you know, to say that... (laughs) You're not excusing Billy. Yeah, this song is... I'm not... I'm not... Uh, the, the misgivings are still there, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, rock the cradle of love. Yeah, cradle of love. That's me, mama. I robbed the devil, devil of, of love. love. <laughs> cradle of love. Ow. I robbed the devil of love. Does he is he saying that he took this woman from the devil? I. He's saying. That um, he saw the devil on a date, held the devil up at gunpoint, took his love, and left the devil uh, confused, frustrated, and uh, and ineffective and weak. I don't know, man. Now, What's Billy? I mentioned to Seth before we started recording this because we had both watched the music video and probably jerked off and, to it. Well, vomited at this age, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this next part is not in the music video part. And I played a little bit of I played it once or twice for Seth so we could kind of get our bearings about us how it goes. I'd never heard this. Neither have I. Because yeah, I've never listened. Never. I, you'll is... be surprised to know I never seeked out the album version of this fucking song. Are you kidding me, Mark? Um, but uh, the next part, and you can it, it's four bars, eight bars, but you can kind of understand yeah. why they cut it. If you tease me tonight, if you might sleaze me, all right. If you appease me tonight and let me ease you, yeah, ow, rock the cradle of love. It's, ooh, yeah, cradle of love. Okay, so the real, I think the real thing that got it edited out of the video is the, obviously, the second line, if you sleaze me, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you sleaze the cradle. If you appease me tonight, mm-hmm. I mean it's all yeah, yeah, it's all gross. I'll snatch you back from salvation's soul, Mama. Jesus Christ! And again, there's a question mark at the end of there, and then he, even he says, "Yeah, wow." <laughs> Those are the last. <laughs> what did I just come here. up with? <laughs> it's like I blacked out and I came to, and all these lyrics were sitting here, and I was like, "What the hell?" Um. Yeah. Do so you think there was an ever a moment of like doubt and like regret after this? I don't think so. No. No. I don't think there was no. one moment. I he think like, he thinks it's sexy as shit. And totally I think he probably okay. even to this day thinks it's awesome. Yeah. And let me tell you, uh when you uh look at songmeetings.com and you look at all the comments Are they all defending him? No one seems they're not defending him stuff. They don't think there's anything to defend. They are just coming in droves saying this is so becoming my favorite song. I can't get it out of my head. Jesus. Yes, Billy Idol seems to like the barely legal virgin type of woman. This is my favorite Billy Idol song. Always loved the video. I mean, really? Great music video and cool song about sex. <sighs> Great makeout song. Good memories. That aside, it's smooth and sexy and a great video. Total Billy brilliance. Jesus. What's what's more wrong? The fact that these people like a song um, that, you know, directly references, you know, child sex or that they all like a song with just atrociously bad lyrics. I mean, obviously the child sex part. Yeah, mm. that they're defending that. Um, but I, I can't I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked. I mean, I'm kind of not shocked, I guess knowing what I know about people and their purchasing habits when it comes to pop music. Um, this is um, a, ca- a comment. It's kind of lengthy, but I'll try and pick here. Um, it says some stuff. It says, however, it wasn't a song written about equal affections between lovers. Instead, the song addresses something that was quite novel in its day, but it's since become mainstream. The song title came from the expression Robbing the Cradle, an allusion to lovers of uneven ages dating each other. Right. It was controversial and sexy in 1990, but now that cougars are mainstream reality TV feature, it seems much less scandalous. Oh, I see what they're doing there. Nevertheless, the song addresses the challenges of such a relationship squarely, while still keeping the music sultry and hot. 
though the male character seems to be resisting on one hand, on the other hand, he is encouraging the much younger woman to continue to tease and taunt him. In the end, he decides that although the relationship will be difficult, quote, love comes a million ways, which is, I don't think, what he's saying. No, not at all. And he will embrace the relationship for as long as he can. And I do want to say that one thing that's kind of interesting about this, and we're probably running a little bit long here, is um, that in the in the song, he, the guy, is talking about robbing the cradle. Yeah. But it's interesting because in the music video, she, the the woman, is coming on to I the guy. I was just going to say, in the guy in that in what you just read, where did that come from? Song meanings or uh, song meanings? Song yeah. meanings. Okay, the guy said that the guy is um is kind of leading her on or passively, you know, saying that this is okay. In the video, the guy might be worked up, but at the same time, in no way shows that what she is doing is acceptable. In in no way, he's upset. Looks like he doesn't want her there. Looks like everything that she's doing is just she's just going through a, a, a just a, an apartment trashing session is what it looks like she's doing. You know, from his eyes or from his angle, in no way does it seem does it look like he's condoning or encouraging what she's doing in that video. I think the guy from Song Meanings is wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, one of those things where the guy doesn't seem to. I don't know. I, I don't exactly know what the fuck. Obviously worked up, but he knows something's wrong. Something shouldn't be happening, which, you know, kudos. I just like to say that, the you know, the, the depiction of the guy. OK, that's good. The girl, she's very good looking. If I could meet her in real life, that would be wonderful. I'd like to th- that. She sounds like a completely decent human being. She um, sounds fantastic, actually. We mentioned um, earlier the uh, motorcycle accident. Mm hmm. Um, another kind of interesting thing, the wreck almost cost Billy his major role in the Doors film by Oliver Stone. That's right. He was in the Doors. He was. His part was largely cut down because he couldn't walk. Wow. Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I have. Creep factor, Mark. Um, oh, uh, um, shoots right uh, to the top of the charts in my Oh, opinion. it's it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. Nine five. Nine nine three is what I was gonna give it. Yeah. Nine three. We'll call it nine four in between us. Yeah, just just and call it a day. Saying that uh saying that, you know, maybe trying to blame it on hey, I'm just making a song about Jerry Lee Lewis is the only thing that might save this from a nine point eight. And I mean, even that, you know? like I said, I mean, you can say it's about him, but like you're you're if you're not condemning it then that's a huge problem. It, then it sure as hell looks like you're condoning it. Right. I, mean, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's not saying like, why are you rocking the cradle of love? It's just like, yeah, okay. It don't rock easy. It's, it's right. true. Yeah. It's like, okay. Wow. wow. Are you going to talk about yeah. how gross it is? And he's like, sand from heaven to bowl. All right. It's like, are you going to say that it's gross? He's like, don't the broad pages of don't read easily it's true it's like oh gross <laughs> like <laughs> will you at some point just say like doesn't sound like it billy this is like this... when people ask donald trump like will you like say something against all of the like white power people that are right like, he's like but look what antifa did <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's exactly. exa- pretty much the same thing it's like hey man you want to yeah, know how but... gross this is well uh, but uh you know uh but I could make a lot of money. Flesh for your <laughs> Romeo. No, you know what? I'm going to give this a 9-7. Wow. A 9-6. Flesh for your Romeo. All right. We're really, man. Dude, that line, we didn't even really like harp on that, that line. might be but the highest ever. Flesh for your Romeo. Yeah. It's like you're sacrificing yourself. It's, it's like and, child sacrifice. And, and it's talking about, <laughs> dude. I, I cannot stress the line enough where he is saying little child bride. bride. Yeah. If you're Rebel listening, takes a little child stop bride. everything you're doing for one moment. Little child bride. Mm-hmm. Those three words in any little bride, little child, child bride, any juxtaposition of those any words combination. together. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Like, it's it's really gross it is and i mean when you're bringing children into the mix i mean right. we talked about some creepy unless stuff. unless you're with, talking about like jailing the rebel yeah you, <laughs> i mean we've then, talked about yeah. some stuff where it's like cut the you know the radio or cut the telephone line oh yeah whatever. tonight's the night 
This might be worse. But this is a kid. This yeah. is a little child bride. Yeah. The rebel takes the little child bride. All right, I'm with you on the 9.8. Yeah, it's yeah. up. It's up there. It's like the, the more I think about it, the more grossed out I get. Grossed out I get. Mark, what's the next song we're going to do? For the next song, Seth, we are going to do Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Hungry like the wolf. Like, check it out, a wolf. <laughs> I can't wait. It's uh, this is a big one, man. It's a fun one. It's yeah. a fun song. Now, what I gotta say, fan, fucking excellent music. Oh yeah, really good music. John yeah. Taylor, one of the best bass players, Andy Taylor, guitar, but Nick Rhodes, um, and then of course Simon Lebon singing. It's it's a good song. It's a really good, and I get excited when you, when we do these good songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're this great. Is, this is a good song with terrible lyrics. With now the lyrics, and we actually had a little bit of a meeting. Yeah. Last week where we kind of went through our list. Yeah. And uh the and shot to the top. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I started reading it, we were like, oh boy, that's that's definitely weird. Great song, great video. Yes. And please, 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 if you have any um if you have any suggestions, let us know. Lyrics um, to go pod at gmail.com. Or you can just go ahead and tell us uh in our uh Facebook, Facebook had, page. I've had a couple people message me. Um, and tell me some ideas they had. And, oh. you know, we won't use them all. But as long as something is a single and we feel like the lyrics are uh, creepy or weird enough. And you you can you don't even have to just send ones that are singles. You can just talk about something that you heard lyrically that was creepy, that was weird, that was strange, that was bad, that was silly. Please bring that to the table. We want to talk about these things. Yes. Especially when they're from, you know, possibly bands that we admired at one point or still admire. Yeah. It's great to talk about them. It's great to talk about their bad lyrics. And you we know? have some of those coming up for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, that are going to be very interested. Seth, a pleasure as always. Tell your friends. Tell Have them tell two friends. Get the network, the chain going. Mark. I love coming here to Dick Castle and working on these things with you. And I love having you here. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next week. Ow! Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>